Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Well, well, well. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the Long Run Podcast, courtesy of the 40 Runs Running Community. Now, Chris just told us that Nicola, his good lady, has had him decorating downstairs most of the day. And I would suggest that he could probably have a little bit more to do than the old decorating department, because plainly, he's got too much time on his hands doing <laughs> these uh, openings for um, the No, I'll tell you what it podcast. is. I, I mean, I was- it's... I was watching it's, it's Cobra Kai. I've been watching Cobra Kai, and I'm all inspired by like the eighties. So I thought we've got to do an eighties opening. Yeah, well, the eighties were great. We do remember them, all of us. Well, Toby probably doesn't. How old were you in the eighties, Toby? Where was you, Toby? Which part? Toby, what year was you born? Eighty nine. Oh, you got in with a by a short head. I did. Cool. Anyway, it's got other... 89. I was doing my GCSEs in 89. What was you doing in 89 now? National service? Getting his married. pension. Married, were you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Well, thanks ever so much for joining us, everybody. Welcome along again to the Long Run Podcast. We're here every Friday on YouTube and hopefully Facebook. We weren't last week, but um, Toby's weaving his We're magic. On We're on Facebook this yeah. week. Brilliant. Well done, Toby. Um, We'll be here for the next hour and probably a little bit or a little bit less around that anyway, just talking um, everyday runner issues and bits and bobs. So um, please join us and uh, give us your comments and um, throw your questions at us, and then we'll try to get to as many as possible during the during the chat. Um, like I say, thanks ever so much for joining us. Chris, Chris Ford, how was your week, sir? Well, um yeah, I'll come on to it. Actually, firstly, I just want to give a, a shout out for the National Running Show. If anybody's um, not got tickets for that, you can get tickets. Use the code 40 runs, all one word, and you're going to get free tickets. That's next week in Birmingham. Um, big running show going ahead in Birmingham. So if you want free tickets for that, use the code 40 runs and get yourself along. It's a two day uh, big deal going on at the Birmingham NEC. So that's next week. Um and yeah, Toe, well done. Thanks for putting up on the screen, but that won't help anybody listening to the podcast. And if you're listening to the podcast after, what's next weekend? 21st, 22nd, whatever it was. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed the uh, running show. Yeah, so, don't phone in because your yeah. results may soon, you could be charged and you it won't yeah. count. Yeah. But um, but no, in general, uh, uh, okay week, busy as always. Um, really, really, really positive sessions this week with the club. We uh, just, it, I lost my mind on Monday because we had like 15 new ladies turn up to our uh, ladies running club on top of the ones we have on top of that. 
it was amazing because a lot of them were doing the couch to 5K. And then we had like 24 people, 24 ladies inquire the day after about it as well. So um, that was great. And then the rest of the clubs this week, we had a great session on Tuesday, Wilco, I think. And yeah, then, we did. Um, the guys on Wednesday, they, I called it, I think I called it the special session. They loved that. Um, and the kids were rocking it out this week. Yeah, so just in general, yeah, great. Also seeing all the satellite clubs um, with new members this week was great as well. So, yeah, just buzzing, really, uh, uh, about that. Obviously, you know, it's a, it's a busy time in the club. People wanting to get out, get back running or, or take up running and all that kind of – or maybe starting to train for something. And, and yeah, so yeah, super busy, super pumped, just excited, um, really, to just to see what's going on within the club, actually, and the community. It's fantastic. I, I don't know about you, boys, but I just can't wait to get sort of the spring races up and going. That's what I'm – Really looking forward to, I think, getting back to what we do best, you know, wearing pink, shouting at each other and having some fun. Um, I'm really looking forward to that, to get back to that. But it did, it's a, even today was quite nice when it was quite quite sunny, quite mm. warm. And actually, the, the evenings ain't as dark as they used to be. So, yeah, very exciting. Very, yeah, very exciting. see that light at the end of the tunnel. It has been a busy week and it would be remiss of us not to mention uh, the desperate news that came out of Ireland this week about Ashley Murphy. Uh, 23-year-old uh, primary school teacher from County Offaly who uh, went out for a run and um, was murdered. It's absolutely, you know, we're, obviously we send our condolences to her older family. She's a primary school teacher teaching kids of six and seven. So we send, you know, all our best wishes to them. Um, there's not really much to debate about this because um, everybody, regardless of um, age, gender, um, sexuality, how they identify everybody has the right to go about their business in a peaceful manner and do what they like to do. What has happened to Ashleen is absolutely terrible. And we we could sit here saying, well, people shouldn't go out on their own, shouldn't do anything, which is all rubbish. You should be able to do whatever you want, when you want, with who you want, regardless of what your personal position is. So she was only going out for a run and we are very sorry about what has happened. So we thought we thought we we had to mention this because you know it is a very bad thing. We did get one email, which is perhaps um, you know that there, there is some relevance to this. Um, thanks ever so much for Rob Sayer for getting in touch with us. Um, he said, in the light of the terrible news, um, it has made me very aware that I want to be able to know where my wife is and that she's safe when she's running alone. I today downloaded an app called Life Three Hundred and Sixty which is free for two users. It allows me to see a live map of exactly where she is. It tells me where she leaves home, et cetera, et cetera. So perhaps that's something live 360 that you might want to think about. Regardless of who you are, you know, if you're going out on your own, you should be telling people where you're going. That's the central bit. I also wear, when I go, I always let someone know, because I'm often running on my own, 80% of the time I'm running on my own. And I always tell people where I'm going to go. And I wear my... um I wear my um, original part run wristband as well because it's got my emergency details on it. So obviously, you know, we're not going to put everybody in a state of panic and all this sort of thing about what happens because we go out and run and that's what we do. But there are a few little precautions that perhaps, you know, veer on sensibility. So I think, you know, I'm sure I speak for all of us what we think about that subject. So um, I'd like to think that we'll send Ashley and all her family our best and we'll try and, uh, you know, look forward and carry on with the rest of the chat for the next hour or so, Chris. Well said, Mike, well said. Good. Okay, so what the hell are we going to talk about? Well, I don't know. Um, what are we going to talk about? I, I just want to have a quick shout out to Linda Robinson, who gave us a lovely mention on Strava saying that she was at work. And yes, the podcast. yes I'm getting this a lot now, Wilco. We picked Linda oh, yeah. out, but I'm getting this, I'm getting this a lot from um you guys, and thank you very much as always. Um for giving a shout out. So obviously the, the 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 pod's gone a bit mad, boys. I don't know if you've realised, but there's actually people that are listening to this and like downloading it and stuff. Um, because I'm getting it more and more about oh I, I love listening to it. We was at part run the other day, uh, gunpowder type, wasn't it? And some uh, chap come up to me as we like cocking about like we do. Oh, I just finished, I was just listening to your um last episode and uh, and, and and did you um Someone tagged me, Chris, from Here We Are Running. He'd uh, done a video the other week, and he listened, uh, ha- had been listening to the show, and he said that he was, <laughs> he was laughing out loud and he was running along listening to it. So 
Big shout out to Chris. Thanks for the um... yeah. Big shout out to Chris as well because he does some. Here we are running. He does cracking YouTube. And yeah. what I, I mean, I've, I've watched his videos, and what I like about them is that they are boots and you know they're mud and bullets stuff. Mm. You know, he's done. He did thing where he, he had a bit of a nightmare at the Edinburgh Marathon. He fully documented that, and he he DNF'd at Manchester this year, and it was all about that. He's not just sort of like all singing and dancing. Look how wonderful I am. You know, yeah, he really yeah. gets across the emotional sort of stuff. And I really like his content. So hopefully soon we can get him along and then um, we can quiz him and have a bit of a chat about him, um, about yeah, his running journey because yeah, um, he's a top man. it comes across as a top bloke. And, no, uh, he is. He's, he's, he's a genuine, I've, I've been lucky enough to spend some time with him. Um, he's part of the Ragnar team. He's a, he's a genuine, nice guy. Uh, he's, you know, his family's lovely. He's just a top, top, top man. I actually did. I don't know if you saw it, Wilco. I did a park run with him once. He was trying to beat a park run time, and he invited me down to do that. That was a bit of a giggle. And I think I hammered him because he didn't go under 20 minutes, as usual. Um, <laughs> Toad, feel familiar? Um, yeah, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a recurring theme here, isn't it? Yeah. But no, he was, he's, he's, a, he's a top man, and I think we should try and get him on the channel. Actually, he's got a great YouTube channel, so check it out. Here we are running. And actually, I just... Um, can I just give a shout out now, actually, to uh, another YouTube channel because I love them, uh, and you'll find out why in a couple of weeks. But um, if nobody's seen it, check out this messy happy. It's Ben and Mary. They live in Thailand. A couple of teachers. Uh, Ben's like a qualified guru, triathlete, mentalist, coach, bloke. He's um, just a great guy. But his, his wife is an absolute machine. Mary is a machine, uh, and they've got they just moved out to Thailand. So check that out. This messy happy, great. Great couple and a great channel. And uh, Alan, you're actually what you're wearing looks very similar to their merch. So uh, I did have to look twice. That's why I was looking at you the other night when you was wearing that because I thought that you've got. But he's got it's the rock up and what it's is it? It's the Liverpool um, half marathon marathon 2020, 2021, which but, is not taking place, is it this year? No, they're, they're finished. Done. They they poo pooed it. I was went on a high. They had me there and they finished. Thanks for all the questions in the in the chat, people. Keep them coming in. We're actually we're going to talk a little bit tonight about. I put a video out today about a couple of things that I'm going to do this year. And in the video, that's your three things, and they're three things that I think if you do as a runner, and if we all do them. It'll actually make us like better runners. So we'll come on to that in a bit. Yeah, but we're going to link up to that in a bit. Yeah. So stick any comments uh, or any suggestions in the in the chats. You know, obviously it doesn't help on the podcast, but you can always email in at something.com at gmail, something or other. Long run and show at gmail.com. There we go. Send them into that. Um, any tips or hints? Or actually, I was thinking about this the other day. If there's anything you want us to discuss in terms of helping you out with your running, if you want to come on the show or whatever, don't forget. I know most of the time we are mucking about and, you know, come across as idiots. But believe it or not, there's three qualified running coaches. I'm also an athletics coach on top of that sitting here. I know you wouldn't believe it from the nonsense we talk. Um, so if there is anything technical or whatever that you want us to help you out with, drop us an email at something.com and we will help you out. But, boys... I had a great email this week. Sponsorship. Oh, go on then. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you the name of the company because I don't really want to name and shame them. But it's another one of those that's clearly, clearly not listened to any of the show. And they, <laughs> I don't know what it is. They must just get like email addresses from like a, they must buy them or something. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so so this this one was a um, car cleaning product. So we could we could clean our cars out. It's like it's, I think it's like a Hoover. It basically, is a Hoover. But anyway, <laughs> they wanted us to promote it on the podcast. Um, but I'm not going to give the name because otherwise we are. But it looks a cracking product. Probably breaking about a day. But Tobe, I was thinking of you really because I know you have got three cars. Uh, one for your girlfriend, one for you, uh, and then you obviously Surely got the that's just going to burn it out. No, I've got two. Yeah, yeah. Well, and obviously she's got the one you gave her. Um, but Who? you can just sort of yeah. So I thought so. But anyway, we again, people, we are not bowing to this. We're not having no, it. No, no, we no, are no. not. I know marathon talk's gone, and there's a there's been like a a vacuum created, and all mm. these sponsors are jumping all over us. We're going we in. Ain't, we ain't having it. 
we ain't have it unless unless you've got really bags. Yeah, it's, unless you've got bags of money, we'll take we will take any serious. Or well, you happen to be right. amazing and do like burger and chips. Yeah, amazing. No, I tell I was so tempted. Right, we was teaching on Tuesday. This is how bad it is. This is your fault, Al, because you created me being a vegan and all that. Now, um, I was I was at um, where Drill Hall just about to teach the kids, and opposite I spotted it's called See Something or Other. I'm going to find it. What is it? Seaways. Have you noticed how he knows the name? Oh yeah. Straight in there. You couldn't help but smell it. The smell, right? You know that fish, you know, you you know, you just know that smell. Like if you're down in South End, anyone, you know, or you're beaten at the seaside and you get that salt and vinegar smell, don't you? Oh. Oh, ow, it nearly turned me back. It nearly. So do you know what I did, Al? It's how good a boy I was. I went and got a Americana from the co-op. Be fair. As long as it was black. He was, he was. Oh, yeah. Fair. yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't succumb to as it. Long but I'll as tell it you was what. black, you're dealing with a couple of pros here, mate. I oh, know. Yeah, we, we had as, a crack. I had, I had mushroom bolognese the other day, blinding from Audi. Yeah, Good and I cooked out, out the Bosch book. I cooked the mushroom stroganoff. Lovely. Good. Very good. Ty, just need you to make a full house. A what? A full house of vegans on this show. He didn't have much room after he stuffed that McDonald's down his cake out. So, where's the T-shirts gone from behind you? I haven't been to McDonald's for, like, this year. Oh, (laughs) on that, on that, because we've got to move on to to running. I'm going to give some consumer advice to everybody, and then we're going to move and talk about running people. So stick with us. We will get to the running bit in a minute. Two things. One, has everybody seen that KFC got a vegan burger? I'm going there tomorrow to try it. Two, if you go for the McBean burger, you need to double up. It's a great burger, but if you if you have one, you're going to be left disappointed. You need to double up, okay? Is it McBean so, or is it McPlant? Or whatever it is, whatever it is. No, if you can give consumer advice, it should be correct. Well, I know what it's called. But McPlant has one patty, whereas Big Mac has two. So whatever it is, it's not wrong, Chris. You have got to double up to you match need, Big Mac. People, if you're if you're serious about this veganuary. And you're like me, you're a part-time vegan, you've got to smash it, but you've got to smash it twice. So go in there, don't muck about on that screen, hit times two, okay? Have it. Oh, Sabrina's not having it. Four out of ten, she says. Yeah, but, I mean, can Sabrina, we really rely on the Can the we really... What do we think? Now, let us know in the comments if you've had the KFC burger, but also, do you think that you, you know, like me, you should have two McBean burgers? Right. Anyway, boys, should we talk about some running? Should we talk about running now? Should we talk about the next big thing, the next big event? Mm. Or okay. should we, just Ben Nevis? Should we talk about that? Oh, yeah. If anybody wants to run up a mountain and down it, or you can walk it, um, email, what's the email? You're, we'll get them to email the show. Yeah, longmanshow at gmail.com. Yeah, basically, September the 17th, Saturday. We're going to be going up the, the pony track, which allegedly is the easiest. It's 1,300 metres um, elevation, and you can run parts of it. So if you want to come up there and um, try and beat Speedgoat, then let's have it. Now, Ben Park, uh, I don't know if anybody follows him, YouTube channel, he went up and down it in three hours. Now, he runs a marathon in two hours, 35, which he, he, he's quite happy to tell everyone. Um, but he'd done that in two hours and 35 minutes. So he did it in just under three hours. So I'm aiming for Tobe to do the same, um, even though that <laughs> – look at his face. Uh, <laughs> but I think realist- I'm thinking realistically we are we are looking for a sub four, I would say. How far actually is it? Right, so it's ten and a half mile round trek. You've, you've got – it's seven and something chat. K chuck up. Now the thing is with it, which is different to Snowden, is that the the traily bit are, are very rocky, where Snowden was a bit gravelly, and there's more sort of steps, uh, like the big boulder steps, yeah. um, and all that sort of stuff. Oh yeah, as um, as this Facebook user who I know this is because he was with me at the time. Have you ever beaten Ben Parks over two hundred meters? I know someone who has, uh, young William, and I was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a that was an interesting uh, evening. I'll tell you about that when we're not on here because I don't get any criticism for it. Um, I'll get him on. <laughs> yeah, no. 
no, I don't think we'll get. I don't think we'll get. But in all seriousness, great channel. Honestly, if that's your thing, check it out. Um, yeah, welcome to stuff. Pretty good. Cheers, Ben. Check that out. Um, but yes, yeah, so Ben Nevis. If anybody wants to get involved in that, give us a shout at something.com. Right, okay. at gmail.com. Thanks, sir. Thank you. Okay, so Chris, as Chris um, alluded to earlier, that he put out a video, did, what, this morning was it? Yeah, it was this morning, yeah. Oh, I, I, fresh. I, Talk about fresh content. I, well, I made you laugh, Wilco. I forgot I made it. <laughs> I, was it expect, right. <laughs> I was actually expecting another video to come out today on a pair of running shoes that we'd done. And <laughs> that one popped out instead. Yeah, oh, I've done this. Yeah, yeah it was. So, uh, um, yeah. To to surmise, it's sort of three things um, that you should try and adopt. Into it's it's like a sort of like a preparation for your half marathon and your marathon plans, isn't it? But mm. like adjusting your mindset about how you're going to approach this sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 kind of going in into whatever training you're doing, right? Now, whether it be catch to five k, whether it be 10k training half you know trying to beat a park run time marathon training which al's doing very well at um it he's not even going to smile is he frozen no, no he's just he no, doesn't look like it he's, no, he <laughs> it's uh it's yeah it, it's the idea is 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 for everyone and i uh it's three things that pretty much i tell most of the clients that i get Right, first thing is to sort of unburden them, but also, mm. you know, unlock some of the things in their mind about thinking about their training a little bit differently. Because, you know, we all we all sometimes get into that rut of just going out and and running. And I'm sure everybody, whatever your experience is, we're always looking forward to the next event being our best one and doing, you know, doing better than we did last time. So all these little things can help you along the way, can't they? So, um. Do you want to should we take them in turn then? If we start with yeah, the first you, one, I can't then, remember right? what we'll they were. I can't remember. I'll be honest with you, Wilk. I can't remember. What, I made the video so long ago. I can't remember. What I'll it tell was. you what. Yeah, it, actually, the sun was shining and he was in his vest and shorts. Was I? Yeah, people were singing Football's Coming Home when he was doing this. I got close. <laughs> Honestly, I've not watched it. I made. Uh, right, so okay, so well, it's a good job I wrote them down then, isn't so it? So let's just give people an insight into how we do this stuff on, on for the YouTube channel, right? Basically, as you guys know how busy I am, I batch put together, you know, videos. Yeah, I create content about six to eight weeks ahead and I batch them up. So I'll make four to five videos a go and I'll I'll block them up and I'll batch them up and then I'll put them together. So like sometimes a pair of shoes that I've got four or five reviews that are coming out that I've I've been wearing for, for a long time. But because I, you know, because of the way the channel works, uh, you know, and I can't, I don't have the capacity to do a daily vlog and all, a daily video and all this. I simply don't have time. So I batch stuff. And, but the problem can can, can happen is that you forget what you've made and you forget yeah. what you schedule. So it's <laughs> like, a good I, job I, that we haven't highlighted this by saying, why don't we talk about this? And then we've dropped in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could have been talking about the Adidas Addy star today. That's the shoe that was meant to come out was the Adidas Addy star. <laughs> I generally thought that was the video that's coming out. So it was a surprise. But anyway, okay. thanks to everyone who's watched. So hopefully, if I give you a little sentence, you'll be able to expand yeah. upon it and you'll remember what you actually <laughs> said on this occasion. Okay. So number one, you said, get rid of baggage. Oh, yes. Would you like to extrapolate? Yeah, I think um, – and this, by the way, the, the three things I spoke about – because I do remember making the video um, is, is three things I need to do. Right. So this is not just me trying to preach. These are three things that I've got to do as well. Um, which again, is one of the reasons why I, ma- I make the videos is to say, look, I'm doing this, you know, I- I'm going to go and run this. And, you know, so it's, it's following what I'm doing. Um, well, you don't have to follow it, but I'm just telling you what I'm doing. So getting rid of that baggage. So trying to release all that, BS that's in your head about whether it be running times, running distance. Oh, I've got to do this. Oh, I've got to do that. I did this before. My knee hurt when I did this. Oh, I've got to get 16 miles done next week. I've got, and it's all this I've got, I've got, I've got. And I've. you're focused on everything else that's all around you that actually is 
relatively irrelevant. What you need to focus on is what you can control. Mm. And what you can control is your next run. And by breaking it down and clearing away all that nonsense and all that noise that can cause anxiety, that can cause additional stress around your running and your plan, can actually release you up. So if you've got a 16-week plan that you're just about to start, why are you focused on week 15 and 16? Why are you worrying about race day? Yes, you should be taking into consideration elements like pace and things like that. But later on, focus on what you're doing now. Focus on the run that you're doing now and forget about everything else because it is baggage that you carry around with you and carry you on that with you on the run. Now, I'll give you an example. You know, I was out there the other day. I messaged Tobe. I said, I just done seven and a half K. How the hell am I going to run 26.2 miles in three hours and 45 minutes? I've got no idea what I'm doing. What's going on? Why? But why? Step back. Why am I? Why am I letting that get into my head? Why am I carrying that around with me? I carried that with me for the two or three runs afterwards. But you want you want to get rid of all that. Why am I worrying about the time? Three forty-five. I'm at the start of a plan. I know I've done enough of these plans now, and I wrote the plan. That mm. all I need to focus on for the first three weeks is just building my base, getting my yeah. getting my consistency back. And finding my feet and getting those longer runs in and just doing a little bit of speed work, but not too much. That's all I need to focus on. Yeah. So now as a now as a coach, what what do you think the best way is for people to um, lock into the moment and um, get rid of all the sort of white noise between their ears? Well, it's interesting what Chris says about not looking too far ahead. Um, from my perspective, when I first started out chasing plans and marathons, like Chris says, I'd have all sixteen weeks and I'd try and second guess where I was doing races, I got to the point where I kind of stepped away from that, just looked at the next couple of, of runs rather than seeing the big picture and the scary the scariness of 18 weeks and five or six runs a week at all various paces. And I think I've mastered it now because I don't even bother writing it down, so I don't even follow it. <laughs> you don't write it down? No, it makes it so much easier if you've got no idea what you're doing. You can't stress about it. No, that's that's slightly for. I mean, I I found when I followed, you know, I did. Um, people might not know, you know, I don't just bang on this for the same sake of it, you know. But it was my I did my first marathon this year, so my first proper sort of marathon plan. But I did, you know, I would write down a week of what I was doing on a Sunday night. I'd say, right, okay, what am I going to do this week from the main plan? But I'd only consult the main plan on a Sunday night when I was yeah. doing my thing. I wasn't wouldn't be looking at it. Oh God, I've got to do this on week twelve and all that sort of thing. I'm, you know, no, that's what I'm saying. Just looking that. a couple of runs ahead, so you've got an idea of what the next couple of days looks like, because mm. you can always go back and reassess and then reflect and then make adjustments. Well, also as on. well that all the other things will creep up that are going to come at that sort of juncture, don't they? So that you've got, um, oh right, yeah, oh, I've got to pick my daughter up from here on Thursday. That might be a bit of an issue. All these little things that if you you're not going to be able to cope with if you follow your plan too rigorously. You know, if, you're, if you've got the week, you're sort of like, oh, well, I've got to do this on Thursday. So perhaps I'll have me rest day on Thursday this week and I'll just shuffle it around. Just keeping a few sort of principles of sort of like how many days I'm going to go out, not having two or three hard sessions in consecutive days and just shuffling it about a bit like that. I think that's from, it's like everything. You have to learn from experience, don't you? Yeah, and that's the thing. It's, but it doesn't matter if it's marathon training or catch to 5K. You know, I was telling the ladies on Monday night, oh, you know, this is, yeah, I've run, you know, done this too fast and I get out of breath or, you know, all this all this sort of nonsense, all these preconceptions, all this, oh, I'm going to look stupid, oh, I'm going too slow, oh, I'm doing this. I said, why are you worried about it? Just mm-hmm. go out, go at this pace, right, which was a super, super easy pace, and just go and do that for 30 minutes. Do a run walk, you know, but if you walk for a little bit longer than what you should be running, who cares? Just focus on getting out a couple of times a week, come back next week, job done. You know, honestly, it, it can be a real negative impact on your training because you're almost beaten before you start. And that's mm. why I use the, use the phrase, you know, get rid of all that baggage, that excess baggage. You don't need that weight that on your shoulders and in your mind, you know, effectively weighing you down. You're beating before you start. And also, I mean, what goes along with this is comparing yourself to other people and what other people are doing, doesn't it? Yeah, Hayden. <laughs> he'll, he'll know, he'll get that. 
I'm not going to say anything other than Hayden. He, he messaged me today. <laughs> But, you know, you can get in a bit of a mess, particularly, you know, this. I think this is where the community is good because there's always some, there's always people out there that will answer you and put you on the straight and narrow. You know, if you think there are people who will answer and say, look, just don't worry about it. It's calm. And people do, you do need that that reassurance, I think. Yeah, that, that that's the thing, and and you know, this and in the community, if you're not part of it, if you're watching on, you know, somewhere else, you're not part of the Facebook community, Forty Rounds Facebook community, join that. Um, but you know, there's people in there who are you know more experienced than me, Al, and you know, there's people in there who know you know more about different things, and you know, whatever. So get 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 people's opinion, or you know, like we do on a on a club night, whether mm. it be a, a satellite club or whatever, because you know, ask other people's opinion, have a chat with them about. About what's going on in that kind of You can also gain reassurance that people are going, you know, I found this regularly, you know, during marathon training, that it's great reassurance that other people are feeling the same way that you do and they're having the same. Yeah. Even if they're like, oh, yeah, I feel like that. I feel crap on some days. And you it, usually that, feel that gives you a sense of, even if, even if it doesn't present you with any sort of instant solution about what to do about your dilemma or anything like that, it does actually help you that. Just the sort of like the camaraderie, the fact that, you know, you're not the only one who feels like this because you ain't. Because yeah. you're not you, thinking, if you do anything like this, you're not going to feel anything that somebody hasn't felt before. And you usually feel the same thing at the same time, which is why it's so nice. Go back to, you know, Monday night, you know, that we started off 15 of them all together. They're all going to be going through the same thing at the same point. Mm. So they've got that, you know, together. And they'll go through that journey. We'll lose some along the way because we always do. Um and and but you know they'll go along that journey together and they'll and they'll find the find out the same things but they but they've got each other you know what I mean and that's where that's where you know running is is so powerful. Um, for Toby, you, you know? have you got any sort of tips for getting this sort of stuff out of your head? I'm, I'm, I just like that you go out and just just forget about it all. You're just such a laid back geezer, aren't you? You know, you just yeah. he's, he's horizontal. He doesn't worry about this sort of stuff. He turned he turned up on Saturday last Saturday sixteen mile with his headphones. They didn't they didn't last long, did they, Tobe? No, the battery went. I was very unorganised. The battery went on him, which is like the worst thing that could happen to him. Yeah. So he couldn't oh, even fully charged. He couldn't even sort of mute me out a little bit, right? He had the full two and a half hour experience. <laughs> two and a half hours. Can you imagine? Oh, gosh. That was yeah, imagine this, folks. Imagine this chat going on for two and a half hours. And it's That's what I'm saying. This is basically when we go, when I go out with Tab, it's basically this. What you're listening to is this for two and a half hours. It's yeah, but, but, but at least they've got you know Wilco and Al to break it all up. I've <laughs> I've literally just got you. Yeah, yeah. No, but it's and, good and for your you. dodgy watch. No, you've got that. You've got that. Did you replace it? By the way, my watch is fine. No, apparently it's long. Um, anyway, what was the? Uh, have we had any comments? Uh, um, questions are coming in. Well, I thought we were going to let Wilco come with our second and third points. Yeah, yeah do you want to do? Now, yeah, well, let's we get can. some questions done. Let's get well, some they're all shoe related, and I've not worn any of them, so it's over to you, Chris. So that's all, right, all right, let's back them out, Wilco. Should we back them out and then go back to point two? Yeah, dude. Okay. Well, Break before we before we go on to the trainers, I'll just say just a reminder that you can get free tickets. To next week's national running show at the NEC. Um, pop along to their website, use the code 40 run runs plural, and they'll look after you. So, um, thanks very much to them. And, um, you know, fancy a trip up to the second city and um, raiding loads of stalls and lo- listening to loads of speakers. Oh, you just reminded me big shout out, Mel House. Uh, she knows why. Big shout out, Mel House. We'll we'll come on to bearing out a conversation. We'll come on to that probably next week's pod. Ooh. But just got to give us some love. I'm intrigued. Yeah, Cheers, it's, it's a good one. It is a good one, but we'll come on to that on another pod, I think. Lovely. Yeah, go okay. right. So let's let's not yeah, so through these trainers' inquiries, mate. So Stephen Dorsey's been waiting very patiently. He's got three shoes he'd like your views on. Hocker <laughs> Rocket X. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Views, please. Hang on, I'm reading it. I don't read this. I'll try. I was assuming you wasn't going to read it. That's why I was reading it out for you. Oh. Hunker Rocket X. Uh, my my favourite out of those is the DV8 Elite. They're the most fun, but I wouldn't racing them because they're more of a training shoe. I would wear the Pro 2 as my race day shoe, oh. and I would train in the Elite. The Hoka Rocket X, to be honest with you, I'd go and buy the Adidas um, Takumi Sen 8. There we go. Next. And then Edu Ingi wants to know about the Nike Invincibles. Uh, yours. Big seller. Absolutely. They got me injured. So, yours. No, not for me, but people like them. You know, I've, I've ran past somebody wearing them today. But for me, no. Uh, waste of money. I know you can get them cheap, but they got me injured. It's that Zoomex. But don't forget, I do pronate on occasion when it suits me. And and, and they, they they did they did put me into the uh, osteo for a considerable amount of time. I asked Tobe because I moaned about it for weeks. So I heard about that one a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Any inquiry, Edu, anyway. Sorry, mate. Well, I, you know, we this just goes to show that, you know, Chris doesn't – he won't just give opinions and take the money and tell everybody that, that people's trainers are wonderful. You know, if he doesn't get on with a particular pair, you can trust that his, uh, his views are independent. And, if it's pony, um, I'll say it's pony. There's no ad yeah. placement. Um, we don't – we don't get – we get paid – we don't get paid for the stuff that we get sent. Um, if they – if they – pay us then we say it well you should say it up front um and you should also say you know if it's uh it, you know if it is any form of whatever um you should say that and you should make that absolutely clear um whether that sort of stuff's been um you know paid for and stuff like that but we don't get we don't get paid obviously the stuff's gifted um but we are allowed to say oh i say what i want i could well, is is it there is a there is a if you look there is a reason that I haven't been recently reviewing Brooks running shoes, for example. Um, just heads up. But Wilco, let you in a little secret, bruv. Oh, go on. Oh, cheeky, little, uh, cheeky little GTS 22s arrived. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, cheeky little pair of GTS 22s. And so, they like the GTS Adrenaline 22s. Funny enough, they look exactly the, the same as the, the GTS probably version 2. But there we go. So, uh, yeah, I, I actually sourced them myself um, because – uh, for some reason, Brooks didn't send them to me. Oh. Even though I made, you know, I made a nice '80s intro for Brooks today, because obviously that's where all their designers are stuck. Right. Um, so we move on to yeah, we'll move on to the second bit because we've um, yeah, we've talked about your first one, which was um, getting rid of all your mental baggage before you say. And the second thing that you talked about was mixing up your roots and your different runs. Really, really important, and I'm just as guilty of this. And I was the re- I think I was filming at the time one of my usual routes. Now I'm very lucky; I got the river right, so I, you know, plow up and down that. But what if you're not? If you get stuck um, running the same routes, what tends to happen is you get that memory 
uh, thing come in where you would end up running the same pace. So the easiest thing, little tip, is run your usual route backwards. Right? Number one tip. Run it backwards and run it at a different pace. Try it first, because it's even harder, to run it really, really slow. Run it as slow as you can. But by mixing up your runs and your routes and what you're doing on them, again, up here will make a huge difference because it just freshens everything up. If you're, example, going into your third half marathon training block and you're running exactly the same routes that you've been running for three years, well, you, it kind of gets it. You get into a bit of a rut. It's, it's that saying, isn't it? It's if you, you know, if you, I think it's if you start doing the same thing, mm. and yeah, you know, it creates that rut, and you can't get out. But you need to put something over it to, you know, create the rails so that you can go in a different route. And it's so. How much of that rut, rut is that rut route? Rut. Not large. How, how much of that rut is a mental thing, and how much is it a physical thing? I, I think it's connected because. I find if I run a, a, a fresh a fresh route, I would say the first time I go at it, I do generally run them easy, so because I, I get lost, um, and I get lost a lot. I still get lost going in Harlow, right? So whatever. But um, it, well, after you've run it once or twice, if you then start, you know, attacking it in different ways, it can really freshen it up because you think to yourself, actually, if I run fast to this point, or I, you know, I do, I've got lampposts that I can use. As points of as points of reference, if I'm doing some form of fartlek, or I'm going to be doing a tempo run, it's a nice straight even uh, section. I, I can, you know, you can just freshen it up, and, it, and it, I think actually the two are connected. It does it does work out quite well in being able to in being able to uh, mix it up, but it does actually increase your performance. It's like running up the same hill. If you're if you've only got one hill around you, then after a while you get kind of bored. And, it, and your brain's like, oh, it's this again. But if you go to a new hill and try it, it can, again, it can have that positive impact on your performance. And it all goes back to what I say. It's all about that effort level. And I think actually point three, if I remember rightly. Yeah, we'll get on to that in a bit. Yeah. yeah and it, but it's all about what you put into that session. If, if you're doing the same thing, same routes, you know, it can eat a lot. Even just putting on a different pair of running shoes to go and run uh, the route can make a difference. You know, it's it's those sort of things, and it just freshens up the training. It just mm. it should give you a new impetus in what you're doing, uh, in a way. So, Al, there seems like there's plenty of scope for sort of experimentation on these sort of things. Yeah, and, and picking up on the the theme of of finding new routes, um, I've just started to do something called run every street. So go and find those routes. So, so there's lots of things to be said about comfort and familiarity. Um, Go out and actively try and run every street in your neighbourhood or in your town or in your locality because it will, as Chris says, it will freshen up your route. But actually, you will find places of interest to run in future and you will find things out about your local town that you didn't even know. So that's something I've I've started to do to try and keep that. So if you've moved, I was talking to Rachel who comes in Hartford. She's moved to Hartford from up north about six weeks ago or stuff like that. And she's been coming regularly on a Tuesday night. And I said to her, and she agreed, it's a great way to find your, being on foot and going out running, it's a great way to find find your feet when you're in a new place in a different environment to get out and um, try different things. And you get to know places on foot that you wouldn't just getting in the car and driving to Tesco's and things like that. I, I just want to clarify the thing about right. running your route backwards. I was just reading an article this week about the new big thing for 2022 and it is actually running backwards, not running your route backwards, but running backwards. So we'll have to do a little bit of research into that. No, I, I tell you, out. It's a great drill. We do it in. Um, I do it in the warm up in when we're doing some technical stuff. Yeah. In the summer, I, Toby, you've seen me do this, haven't you? Where we where we make people as part of the as part of the warm up to engage engage your glutes. It's a real good mu- um, muscle builder. It's part of the warm up. Is to is is to run backwards. You've got to do. I do it on grass just in case mm. any like Claire comes and she falls over. But if you do it on grass, it's softer. But running backwards in in short spaces of you know short spaces, you know, and with slight repetitions is actually good. You, you are like right. a lot of these things. It comes from America, doesn't it? I think I'm sure I've seen a video of something of people running the New York Marathon backwards. It's probably somebody's done it backwards. Yeah. I wonder if there's a Guinness Book World Record of somebody running something backwards. If there's exactly. not. Token yeah. do it. Yeah. You do a mountain backwards, what do you reckon? 
Yeah, you could do. <laughs> what run up it backwards? Yeah. You have don't really have any good ideas, do you? I think you should concentrate on redecorating the production room because it looks embarrassing. It actually looks worse than last week. Well, Look, it's it's quite, I mean, you're killing two birds with one stone if Nicholas got you doing the, um, downstairs doing a bit of decorating. You're going to pop around Tobes and give his... Um, oh, that's a good point. So tomorrow, so, after epic, epic 18-miler... It what, will be what, with my headphones on. That'd what Wilco's saying is after we've been to KFC and destroyed all their vegan food, we then go back to yours and, and spray it and spray the walls brown, white, uh, with paint. White? Mm. Yeah. Does that mean Al's coming? He likes a bit of white, doesn't he? Yeah, he likes white. Al, would you paint in your white hoker Mac 4s? Absolutely. Just with a flashy <laughs> yellow, maybe orange, around the around the trims. He, he's so proud of his Mac 4s. Actually, be fair, they, he wore them on Thursday. They did look good. I did have uh, Mine are black, and they're sort of in the garage feeling a bit sorry for themselves. Um, but they've got the new ones coming out, the Supersonic, so I'm going to wait for them, I think, because I'm a big fan of those. Big, I'll just get people. told off about my new shoes. Apparently, they, they clash. Sabrina yeah, keeps Tobe, telling Tobe me. Tobe really has not got a clue about anything, as we know, right? But he's got another pair of shoes that don't go with anything that he wears. He's got his blue shorts that don't go with anything that he wears, and now he's got these light blue shoes that don't go with anything he wears. It's the only pair they had in my size. Oh, you're going to have to sort the boy out. Okay. Right. Big feet right. problems. Sorry, what would you talk? Have we got any give any more questions before we move on to point three? Al? no. Oh, uh, I did what? see one. Somebody was I asking about one. tapering. It's not. He had one job. Yeah, this is. Yeah, it. there we go. Al, did you see the question? No, that one. I've, I've not seen that one. Thank you, Al. You've been hiding in that time, Toby. From must... me. Al, what did you have at the home for dinner tonight? It must have been good because you, you were in a bit of a car coming on. I've been prepping my. Vegan sausage and bean casserole. Don't lie, there's no vegans. There's no vegan sausage in there. <laughs> there's no vegan sausage in there. Rosemary and pea protein. Yeah. It's not chart to yell. There's vegan sausage. Anyway. Right, sorry. People don't want to listen to us jabbering on no. about what Al's having for tea. They'd like training advice. Yeah, because this is the biggest podcast in Malta, and that's what people tune in for, right? They so, love the game. They love it in Malta, down Valletta Way and Salima and places like that. They love, they love it. it. Love it. Okay, well, so well, how would you taper if you're having two, doing two marathons two weeks apart? Uh, would you taper? If, yeah, I would, I would taper for the first one. It depends. Again, I, I think we spoke about this before. Usually, if you're doing two marathons quite close together, I would, I tend to pick, I would pick one that I would be using as my sort of A race out of the two. One's A, one's B. Uh, I would taper down to both if... No, I would taper to whichever one's your A race. If your if your second race is your one you're going for, then start your taper in accordance with that being your race day and use the other one as a 20-miler with a little bit chucked on the end. Um I would, yeah, that's how I would do it. it. It depends. Let us know in the comments which one are you doing first. If you're doing your the A race first, then taper down normally as that, and then just recover between the two, tick over, take it easy. Don't put any stress through your, through your uh, legs and just make sure your recovery's um, uh, on point more than anything else and that you hydrate the hell out of your body and you're you know getting plenty of protein to repair those muscles. And then I would go into, you know, your second marathon. But, uh, yeah, I would um, I would taper down as normal, depending on which race you was going to use as your sort of A race out of the two. I think, does that Al, do that now? Yeah, I'd, uh, Chris already p- picked up on it. Hydration, I think, between the two and fueling is probably more important than, the, than any running. I'd invest in a good foam roller as well. So, Oh, that's the- nasty. No, 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 there's, there's two types. You don't want to go for those ones that look like tractor tyres because they will just rip you to shreds. Yeah, that's what I thought. smooth one that will just ease, ease out those uh, muscles after marathon one. So, um, Massage? If, if you know the sports masseur and you've done it before, yeah. I wouldn't go straight into a, a massage if you've never done it before because it could end up kind of causing more problems than it solves. So it depends yeah. if it's already part of your routine, I'd say, on that one. Yeah, right. I'd, I'd be very careful with sports massages if, if you're between races because they can – because don't forget, it's, in, it's all about inflammation, isn't it? So you've got to be careful you're not making stuff worse. You've got to let stuff repair, right? That's mm-hmm. the key. You're going to be tearing up muscles and things like that. 
and putting stresses through the yeah, body. Someone's thrown in ice baths. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, if you can do that, great. It's, it, again, everybody's different, right? As we always say, but just I would just yeah. The most important thing for me is, is the hydrating, that your muscles repair and, and top up on the old protein side of things. Personally, that, oh, but there was a question yeah. now. Sorry, we just answered the question. Yeah, that's you. right. We'll we'll. Don't worry, we got it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. Rest up, mate. Yeah, take it easy. Okay, so part three of the three things to look forward to to doing um, boosting your chances of having a successful training plan. Um, effort levels. Hang on, I was taking a picture oh, of the other social yeah. media. He's Hang getting on. distracted now. He's getting complacent. We no, it's because uh, someone's got to do the social media stuff for the. If you're not following at forty underscore runs and uh, the long run show thing at whatever is dot com. Instagram page. I was just taking a picture of that. What was what was the point? <laughs> we were talking about effort levels. Ah, yes. Point three. Point three. Effort levels, people. So, last thing, and again, go back to my point. This is for me to do as well as you. What I want you to do on your runs that you're doing as part of your training for whatever you're doing is to make sure that you commit to whatever effort level is required. So, if you're running an easy run. Make sure it is bleeding easy. Don't be, you know, doing a Simon and going out doing 15 miles too fast like he did today. I told him to run easy. He's running a minute per mile too fast. You're meant to run those easy runs easy so you can recover and you can keep going on the rest of your training runs, right? Your medium paced efforts, you know, a tempo run. Good example. Make sure that you do that at a medium effort. You know, it should be at that point where it's, quite painful quite you know annoying but you still can carry it on so you know if you and i were doing a one-to-one session and we was out there turning up you know hartford on a tuesday night and was doing 10k i say did you fancy another k you'd probably swear at me but you'd be able to do another kilometer you know that's the that's the point in which you need to be but you need to be at that you need you know you need to be up towards the top of your zone so you are working hard but not to your to the point where you're wrecking yourself because again those medium efforts are meant to be recoverable from you know so maybe you then do a bit of cross training in the afternoon or whatever and you can then get back out on it the next day that's the really important part but what i find is that some people do their medium efforts probably in zone 3 in that no man's land or they're going at zone 5 and, and wrecking their bodies so you know you've got to find that balance on those medium efforts but you need to commit to that level of effort and it's the same with those higher efforts. I make, you know, you guys, I joke about with you guys and I call it death pace or, you know, we use the sick pole in Broxbourne. Those sort of stuff where I'm, I'm looking for, 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 for you guys to really commit, to really go at those higher efforts. So you are, you know, crying because it's hurting so much. Because that, at that point is where you're really making massive gains. In terms of you know your your overall speed, stamina, fitness, everything, and also mental capacity to hold that level of speed, that level of effort for that short period of time, you know, a, a high effort should be contained and and maxed out, but over a short space of time, so you get the real real benefit of it. If you know if you're doing a really hard effort, you shouldn't be able to hold it for long. But you want to max out those sessions. If you're not, and you know you might think you are, but I guarantee you're not. It's like Petra. You watch Petra. And unless I'm shouting and chasing after her, she's not she is not working at the top of her operating ceiling because she's got so much more in there. Wilco, you know, you've seen her. Just as an example. Sorry, Petra, for picking on you again. But she's such a good runner and she's got so much more in the tank. But the only thing that holds Petra back is Petra. But she's got so much better since she's been coming with us on a Tuesday at pushing hard. She did it the other night when we did those 300 metre uh, repeats and she did commit to that but there is that is that point in which you really 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 need to say to yourself i'm going to give it everything i've got in this session but it mm. is the complete opposite again with those easy sessions and that's what i refer to because again i'm just as guilty as everybody that i teach right and i try but some days you're just not feeling it some days you just think you know it's not there but when you when you're trying to you know break your week down Again, talk about baggage when you're breaking your week down. Try and focus on those, you know, those one or two key runs that are going to make mm. the difference in your training. And that's really, really important. And that's mm. what I try and teach 
you know, all my students is to to commit to those really you know strong sessions um, that will make the difference to your training. You know? So Al, you shouldn't just go out for a run. You should have some sort of strategy and for what you're going to get out of that. In, in an ideal world, every, every run has a purpose, and that purpose can be running really slow. That purpose can be to recover. That purpose can be to run short, sharp, fast intervals. Um, and there is a danger that in order, and it comes back to that first point about getting too worked up about the plan, feeling like you've got to run. We talked about run streaks last week, that you feel you've just got to go out and run. And it doesn't really matter what you do. As long as you're running, you're going to be fine. No, sometimes it's better to not run, reflect, and then next time you go, go and run with a purpose. But then also, you know, there is it's still the thing is sort of like, I need to get out just to clear my head and just... Oh, yeah. No, put that... Put, yeah, put that 100%. I did that this week. You know, I found myself going down a dark hole and all I all the things that was my my mind was crying out was just to go out and run. That's mm. different. Put that to one side. That was, you know, even if that was a rest day for me, you know, and I was in that situation where I was in, I still would have gone out and run because that's my release. That's my thing that I need to do to to figure life out and to continue along the path of you know mm. trying to keep the boat upright. That's different. I would say we're talking about. When you're when you're starting a journey in terms of whether you're going from couch to five k or to a marathon or to a, a PB at a marathon, whatever you where you are, but in terms of you know running for various different reasons, I would say put that to one side and on mm. what we're talking about personally. I see somebody said, "Is there a place for easy runs where your heart rate stays zone one to two? I would suggest about eighty percent of the time you're out. Yeah, I'd, I'd be doing all your easy runs there. Not an option. It's a must. Yeah. It's a must if you're if you're doing anything. We run so tomorrow, right? Me and silly nuts over there who we're gonna, you know, yeah, that's you. Um, we're gonna run zone two, no more. That's we're not looking at pay. I know he's got a dodgy watch that goes long and you know he's out all the time with his GPS, but we're gonna be running along. Heart rate monitors attached, and we're gonna be staying within zone two. We can give a monkey's what the pace is. It's all about staying within that zone too. Now you've got to remember, Tobe is ten years younger than me, right? So at the end of the run, he will be finishing before me, probably also doing more distance because his watch is so inaccurate. But we will, at the end, he will finish before me because of that age gap and because he's fitter than me, basically. Bottom line, because I will only be able to hold that zone too not for not as long as him because I'm not as fit as Tobe because he's ten years younger. You've got to remember that, but. We will do the majority of the run together and in zone two. That is our aim. So if you're looking to do easy pace runs, that is exactly the zone you should be in. But just make sure, unlike Toe with his watch, that you have got the right equipment that is accurate and giving you a perfect readout in terms of what your heart rate and what your zones are. Because don't forget, you need to check. And, and we've talked about this before, about how to you know redo your zones and, and all that sort of stuff. I mean, that's, that's bang on, isn't it, Al? Absolutely, Toby, yeah, yeah. and and Ian, you know, got the the ratio spot on as well. About eighty percent of your run should be in that zone one to do. I and read that, look um, at you and they go, "How am I going to run fast if I'm always running slow?" You got to trust. You got to trust the plan. You got to trust the science. Trust, yeah, you got. I, I read somewhere sub two hour marathon man Elliot Kipchoge. What does he run his easy pace runs at between five and five and a half minute kilometers? Yeah. What yeah. does he do his speed sessions at? The bloody clappers. Yeah. yeah. That's what he does. He's easy in his recovery runs. Are that slow? I've told people, you're going out and you're doing 10K like this as a practice run. He doesn't, the fastest bloke in the world doesn't do that. Calm down. Yeah. Take your time. Take in the scenery. Yeah, enjoy my yeah, you know. Enjoy yourself. That's what it's all about. Yeah. That's what we're, we're out there. Remember, people, we're out there to enjoy ourselves. That's the most important thing, right? we've gone over three tips or hints or things that we should all be doing, but bottom line, you should be enjoying it. Yeah. That's the number one. Yeah. But this, but in a way, you know, following these sort of things, they, they will probably help you, you know, they're going to try and help you to achieve what you want to achieve. And that will be, you know, that'll be good for your mental wellbeing as well. And your, and your physical wellbeing, you know, doing all this training and stuff like that. 
you're getting so much fitter than the bloke who's just sitting there eating a bag of crisps, watching Netflix on his sofa. Oh, that might be me tonight. Might. What? Oh well, perhaps there is a room for that. Well, that's true. They will be, but they, but they will be vegan versions because Mrs. Ford got me these vegan ones. Oh my life! I could eat about eight bags of them. They're unbelievable. You know, oh, vegan doesn't equal healthy, you right? Now, yeah, uh, Al, can we just touch upon this? Because you did say that uh, there was um, there was a post in the week, and we talked about the vegan thing, that um, you were saying that lots of people, you know, asking advice, good to see people trying it. But you <laughs> say you don't want to eat bad, you don't want to turn into a bad vegan eater. You don't want to eat v- vegan rubbish. You can, yeah. So the the options for vegans have improved immensely. But it also means you can be a vegan food junkie, junk food junkie. So, uh, uh, yeah, for those viewers that are listening on the podcast, Chris is pointing at himself at this moment in time. So it's very tempting. Greg's vegan sausage rolls, McDonald's plant burgers, KFC. You need two of those. You need two. You don't. This is the point. Are you going to listen or what? <laughs> smoothie. Get that fruit, get that blender, get that juice yeah. going. I've had my Nutri Bullet out this week. I can't beat it, can you? It gives you such I, a yeah, and in the morning. I saw Joe Wicks was talking about mango and ginger. I put a couple of stem gingers in. Oh, beautiful. Really oh, good. Ginger gives it that lovely little kick. I love a little Yeah, Yeah, so my Nutri Bullet is back in the game this week. One of them a day. Beautiful. We're like, we're just like nutrition heroes to the world i think that did you can understand why the people in malta tune into this every week because the, the the nutritional advice we give the people i think we've converted most of malta to veganism um and i think if you look right and i'm being serious if you go on to www.nutribullet.com and look at their latest sales report there's been a massive spike in malta of people buying nutribullets if you look honestly check it out and let us know send an email into uh, somethingrubber.com and you will show at gmail.com. You can and send let us know if you're from you Malta and you've, emails, you've got on it. Send us what you like. You know, we'd love to, none of them junk ones. We're not interested in winning the Nigerian lottery or your cryptocurrency or none of that. But if you've got anything that's sort of re- related to running or you or think that we would appreciate, send it along to longrunshow at gmail.com. We'll take it off your hands. Blimey, that's an hour now. Yeah, is that your microphone again playing up? No. We had. We had this last week. Tove, you're the producer. Whose microphone is it that's playing up? Alan. Alan. We're going to have to get you a new... We need... I think... Um, you're the weakest player. If you, watch, if you watch all these professional podcasters... Well, he's he's gone. gone. He's had If enough. you watch all these professional the podcasters, right, they have these headphones on, right, and they look like pilots, and then they have, like, these mics mm. and stuff. I'm wondering, Tove, as the producer... You just used the P word, though. Whether you... What? Professional. Oh, there is that. But what we should do, maybe, is I should have gone back to the oven. What were they? The car cleaner? No, the oven one was the other one. The car cleaning people should have taken their money from them, right? And then Tobe could have invested that in some, like, audio stuff for us so we can improve the quality of of the audio. When I move, I'm going to have have the whole kit, all the big mics and all that sort of thing because you know we've we've dipped our toe in the water in the podcast thing and we're still here this could be a career yeah, for wow. isn't it yeah i mean ten ten thousand people i mean 30 shows now is it for number 30 today i believe it is oh we better stop let's do a marathon talk and just stop yeah we've reached 30 we've, we've done it all now we can't it ain't no gonna get any better is it <laughs> let's be honest if we're not gonna if yeah. we're not gonna take on a sponsor if you are a sponsor and you do you know loads of money send it to us but we're not going to invest in the equipment toe's not going to do anything with that soppy room of his i mean our looks the most professional because at least he's in you know some form of running you boys look good in your branding i'm sponsored by my friends tonight where are they hashtag unpaid um and that's about it really our looks like actually mm. our does look like he's on the weakest link doesn't he Mm. Or is it? What's that other one on Go- Mastermind? He needs a black chair. Mastermind, kind of mastermind, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, you know, you're like that chair on Graham Norton. Looks like it's going to fall back. <laughs> and we've got like that thing that Graham Norton uses. So when his mic makes that noise, we can kick it back and we. So it's it. a rocker. Yeah. If I rock hard enough, it will collapse. No, I don't because otherwise don't do it, mate. I'll pick you up. 
public liability won't cover it. No. Thanks ever so much for joining us this week. You know, it might not get much better than this, but it's going to be no. a lot of fun to see if it gets much worse. So please hang around and come back next week. <laughs> Seven o'clock on YouTube and Facebook. We're always there. And you can download us as a podcast. You've probably done it already. It's on Spotify. It's on um, Amazon and um, Apple. They do podcasts as well, don't they? And all sorts of other people. Wherever you get your podcasts, you'll just put long, long run in and you'll find us. So um, we will be back next week. More stuff to talk about. We'll try and think of something to talk about in the meantime. Well, we'll actually discuss it at about 10 to 7 next yeah, Friday. Yeah, 10 to 7. We'll work so out. that'll be about the time that we get. So <laughs> thank you very much for joining us again. Enjoy your running this week. Stay safe, everybody. And we shall see you at 7 o'clock next Friday. See you later, everyone. Roll the titles, Tug. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.